Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. Welcome into the final play with Mikey Clutch. Coming to you on a Saturday. Getting ready for week 14 tomorrow to continue. Thursday night football. We'll get into that in a second here. Uh, we'll get our step three pick three, our game picks. It's just me today. Just me today. No Justin Matthews. J Matt will be back next week, hopefully. Uh, and then we got a rookie watch. A new guy added to Rookie Watch. I'm very excited to get into that. But first, let's get in, get into Thursday Night Football between the Raiders and the Rams. And what a finish it was. Baker Mayfield, 48 hours with the team, leads a full... Well, 13-point deficit comeback, scoring 14 straight in the fourth quarter near the end of the game, final five minutes, 98-yard game-winning drive. And, you know, this is kind of what you wanted to see, you know, a guy, underdog now in his career, and that's when he performs well, is when he's an underdog. And he proved it again on Thursday, and the Raiders prove again that they're just – they're. They're lacking. They're lacking something, whether it's coaching, whether it's quarterback, um, whether it's defensive skill position guys. Um, you just you don't know what's going on in, in Las Vegas. Uh, they're now fourth, I think, blown lead this season late. It's just you, you want to say it, it's Josh McDaniel, the way he's calling plays, being conservative. You had Devontae Adams doing what he wanted in the first half. Three catches, 71 yards. Doesn't have a single catch in the second half. You know, he, he was cooking Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey seems to be on the back end of his career as far as being able to cover the best receivers in the game. And, you know, Devontae w- w- was doing it all. He had a an amazing one-handed grab with his first catch of the game. Uh, you just you thought it was going to be a Devontae Adams type of game, and Josh Jacobs continued his dominance. You know, 96 yards rushing, but you just when Carr throws the ball 20 times, you I just feel like that's that's McDaniel being conservative, uh, especially when when the majority of those throws were in the first half, and you see Vegas kind of getting comfortable. I wouldn't say getting comfortable with a lead, but being satisfied with a lead. And I mean, their, their second half stats were terrible. You know, they scored, I believe on their first three drives of the game and couldn't do much after that. And they, they just, they, I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. But but they start the second half, two straight, three and outs, you know, 17 yards total. They get a field goal and then another three and out. And then obviously the interception at the end of the game. So they did absolutely nothing in the second half. You know, you're trying to run the ball and 
control the clock, but you, you gotta you have the best receiver in my opinion in the league in Devontae Adams. I, I just I think when he's given the ball, he can do the most damage to you. Uh, his route running, his catch, you know, his catching ability. There was that one catch on the sideline that was, you know, he, he just he just knows how to catch it in tight spots and come down with it. And, and I, I don't know why the Ra- Raiders didn't continue to throw the ball. I, I get it. Josh Jacobs has been on a tear this season, but you have to take advantage of the weak spots. And right now, the secondary of the Rams is a weak spot. And you know there was no Aaron Donald, so you you have time to throw. Um, the pass rush isn't as strong without him. His car got sacked zero times last night. I know he only dropped back, you know, a couple handful of times, but still, like, you you have to take advantage. You have to take advantage. Devontae was having his way, and I don't know. The Raiders were looking good the last few weeks, and here another double digit lead blown and they're they're back to square one and they're going to miss the playoffs. There's no way they're making the playoffs now when they still have to play the Chiefs again, they have to play the Niners. It's just it's not looking good for the Raiders. Um but as far as the Rams, I'm very happy. I was actually, you know, it, it's funny if you watch uh Colin Cowherd uh, the herd on TV, he was even saying he was rooting from and if everybody knows, he's a Big Baker doubter, and some people say he's a hater, but, I mean, he was kind of right on the whole Baker situation. But I found myself I found myself rooting for Baker as well. I kind of actually wanted him to go on that 98-yard drive to win the game just, you know, just because, you know, he, he's been doubted this year, and he didn't look good in Carolina. Now, granted, granted Carolina isn't that great of a squad, even though they've had some moments this year, and... The Rams. I mean, they looked like one of the worst teams in the league. I think this was just kind of a a hype win, trying to, you know, all the emotion, being new to the team, again being an underdog. Nobody had the Raiders or the the Rams winning this game. A lot. Everybody um, that I know was going Raiders. So uh, it was just when the cards are stacked against you, you know, he, he plays his best with a chip on his shoulder. So it, it was just kind of nice to see him um, do what he did in such short, you know, prep time with the team, but he, he's a very cerebral type of guy and he, he's smart. He picks things up quick. And, um, yeah, it, it was fun to watch, fun to see that last drive on Thursday night. Moving over, let's get to marquee matchups this week. You know, it, this isn't last week. <laughs> we got some great games last week. It, it was some of the best football we've seen. Um, but I'm going to go with the Jets at the Buffalo Bills for the game one. Uh, Jets won it last time in, in, in New York, or New Jersey, I should say, uh, and they beat the Bills. Bills did not look their best, and, and that Jets defense looked really good. Um, but I just I don't think it's going to go that way this time. I, I think Buffalo uh, is coming off. The Thursday night win uh, against the Patriots last week, and I just think with extra time to prepare, uh, they're they're going to be able. They're they're. It's almost like the Bills. Whenever they're facing a team they previously lost to, that's when they're at their best. Like last year, uh, you know they lose to the Chiefs, and, and this year they come back and beat them. Um, same. Like I, I just 
it's almost like the revenge tour uh, that they were doing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they're going to play well at home. Uh, they're just hard to beat at home. You know, they are. And I, I like Buffalo in this spot. Josh Allen, you know, kind of trying to stay in that MVP race. Um, but th- their schedule, it, 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 again, you know, they play the Dolphins next week. I expect them to look good in that one as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mike White has looked phenomenal. He had two chances to come back and, and beat the Vikings last week. And he just couldn't get it done. Now, I was kind of questioning the play call play calling last week for the Jets you know you're, you're trying to throw an end zone shot you you had plenty of time you had you know you could have got a first down before you scored a touchdown um and, and then you know he throws an incomplete pass uh basically to finish the last drive but you, you had two top two opportunities so the Jets you know playing a Minnesota team that's only lost twice and who was up big in that game you know it, it was 20 to 6 at halftime and then the Jets started slowly coming back. They couldn't get in the end zone. They just kept kicking field goals. But Mike White looked really good. Threw for 369. He threw the ball 57 times, which is pretty pretty crazy. Um, but that defense, that, that defense is really good. And we'll see if they can get two wins against this Buffalo team that um, it seems like they struggle at the end of the year every year. Uh, that's the inconsistency. And I... Everybody was on him. Von Miller's now out for the year. Everybody picked him to win the Super Bowl. I was not one of those people. Uh, I, I honestly think it, it it's gonna it's gonna be Bengals returning, and then uh, if, if the Niners can get Jimmy back here in the playoffs, I think it's gonna be the, the, the Bengals against the Niners. What I thought it was gonna be last year, we might get it this year. But um, I, I think it's I think Buffalo is gonna have a revenge factor here, and it, it might not be close, but. Uh, I'll get into that when I get to the game picks. The next marquee matchup, you got to go with the GOAT against the Niners. Um, Brock Purdy going to get his first start. The Niners on a five-game winning streak. You know, Jimmy goes out in the first quarter against the Dolphins, and the Niners didn't skip a beat. That defense is Super Bowl ready. It is a championship-style defense, and they they shut down one of the best offenses in the league, if not the best offense in the league. And Tyreek Hill still went off. He still had his you know his yards and um, a touchdown, but that's really it. You know, other than that, Trent Sherfield seventy-five yard touchdown to start the game. It was really quiet up, up until that Tyreek Hill. And and a lot of people are bashing Tua and saying, oh, see, this is what he was. I just think the moment was just a little too big for him. He was missing guys wide open that he usually hits. I, I just think it was, a, you know, kind of nerves trying, you know, to win this game and prove, you know, Miami's here to compete for a Super Bowl. And, it, you know, they're facing the best defense in the league. I, I just think the moment got a little bit too away from him and that's kind of why he was erratic with some of his throws but he started completing passes towards the end of the game and and that's when you saw Miami start moving the ball but um, I I thought he played well given the circumstances and I I think he's gonna have a big bounce back week this week but um, Tom Brady you know the retiring coming out of retirement uh, you know his personal life getting divorced he's playing the team that he grew up watching, his favorite team. I wish he was a Niner. Um, maybe he'll be a Niner next year. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, Tampa, he had a great comeback win on Monday night against the Saints. Same score, 
that Baker was down 16 to three. And again, the last two drives they score and, and win in the final moments. I, I just thought, you know, Brady, you can't count him out. He's always going to be sticking around. You just you can't count the goat out. You just can't. But I just don't see this Bucks team being a Super Bowl challenger in the NFC. They're just they're they're missing just a lot. They're they're an older team now. Um, the drops have killed them this year, but they're just not moving the ball as fluid as they used to. You know, the last couple of years when Arians was the head coach and, and calling the plays. I, I think. You know, Brady pushed Arians out, and, and now Arians is in the front office. And I, I, I kind of think he regrets that a little bit. Leftwich isn't getting it done. I think the Bucks' offense is very predictable. They, they like a lot of screens. Um, they, they, they try to get the ball out early. You know, Fournette isn't running as well as he did last year. And I just, there's 73 yards a, a game on the ground, and the Niners are one of the best run stop defenses and I think when it gets that predictable they they can cover anybody in the passing game Diamador Lenore I told you when uh Verrett went out for the season I knew him and Ambry Thomas were going to come in and fill in just fine it wasn't going to be that big of a loss they have experience now last year coming in and playing after all the secondary injuries and and that defense was still a, a top you know seven defense um with a banged up secondary and all those injuries in the back half. So I, I, I thought he was going to step in and he, he played very well. He has barely allowed anybody to catch the ball. So um, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Niners uh, on this five game winning streak. I expect him to continue even with Brock Purdy um, there. And I, I just, I, I see this game going in the Niners' favor, and it helps that they're at home. They're a great ro- home team. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the Niners in this spot, especially with the banged-up offensive line of the of the Tampa Bay Bucks. So Bosa last week with both tackles being out for Miami, three sacks, forced fumble, and, and uh, probably the biggest play of the game, you know, when Dre Greenlaw scooped and scored. So uh, I, I like the Niners in this spot again. Moving on to Sunday Night Football, the one that was flexed. Quarterbacks taken in the draft a couple years ago, Tua and Herbert, or a few years ago. Uh, I think this is going to be a good matchup. I think this is going to be, at least on paper, high-scoring game. Both of these offenses should be able to move the ball. But again, the Chargers, they got to get rid of Staley, in my opinion. Um, They... They're always banged up as well. It it, it seems like they can never really get the momentum going. But I'm liking the Dolphins in this spot. Uh, They've just been playing really well. And and this Chargers defense gives up way too many big plays. It's in L.A., but I still expect Miami to really put up some yards and points against this Chargers defense. And I think Tyreek Hill is going to eclipse, I think, 1,500 yards for the season. I really do. I think he's going to be on point and being able to get things going offensively. They're going to move the ball. They're, they're just, I don't know. I, I just really like this Miami offense. I think Tua is going to be um, back to where he was before the Niners game and, and really slinging it and hitting guys in stride wide open uh, primetime game. I, I think it's, I think it's going to be Miami. I really do. Uh, moving on Monday night football. You gotta love the Monday night matchups. Um, this this week we have 
on Monday Night Football, the Patriots at the Cardinals. Not really a marquee matchup. Um, the Cardinals have been bad at home. Uh, they've looked bad all season, to be honest. Uh, I think Kingsbury's on his last leg here in, in Arizona. They might be looking for a new coach next year. Um, you know, you sign Kyler to that huge contract, and it really isn't working out. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I think between him and Devontae Adams, best receivers in the league. I know everybody likes Justin Jefferson. I know like everybody likes uh, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase. Those are probably my top five guys. Um, and New England, they've been struggling. They struggled against mobile quarterbacks. We saw what happened against Chicago on Monday night earlier this year. Uh, this might be Arizona's chance to get a win in New England. We saw the frustration of Mac Jones last, you know, two Thursdays ago. Um, and they, they just got to be more creative on that offensive side. You know, Mac, Mac Jones has had the same weapons that he did last year, and his play has dipped. And I think that's just because Matt Patricia is, is not an offensive coordinator. He, 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 he couldn't head coach. Uh, you know, he, he was a defensive coordinator before he left for Detroit to be the head coach, and now he's an offensive coordinator. I think he's just way in over his skis, and they haven't figured it out. This offense is dreadful and hard to watch. It, it's a painful watch to watch this Patriots offense, and, and you even saw it against the Jets. I mean, it was 3-3, three and, three, uh, and, and the Patriots' special teams ended up winning that game uh, a few weeks ago. So um, I, I like the Patriots in the spot, but Arizona I could see pulling it out at home um, just because they got Kyler Murray who can make things difficult for the defense. All right. Let's get into rookie watch. As mentioned, we got another guy add to add to rookie watch. Just broke this game down, but Brock Purdy making his first start. Mr. Irrelevant is now Mr. Relevant. Uh, he looked good. He looked really good last week, uh, especially against the Blitz, which Todd Bowles likes to blitz young quarterbacks. Um, but, I mean, he was really impressive. He was getting rid of the ball. He was a little inaccurate on some throws, but listen, you're getting thrown in there. You, you didn't take first-team reps all year. You... Came in not knowing you were going to play in the game. And I, I thought, given the circumstances, he played exceptionally well. And and it's going to be interesting to see how the Niners perform uh, down, the, down the stretch here um, while Jimmy recovers with that foot injury. But what is there not to like about Brock Purdy? Shanahan trusted him enough. He didn't change the game plan, Shanahan said. He completed almost 68% of his throws. He threw it 37 times, 37 times. Um, I, I thought he he was just really good. They moved the ball well, uh, drove down, got a, you know scored a touchdown uh, that, to McCaffrey, which was awesome. Uh, and I just man, if this offense can still look as it did now, the only downfall I, I think of the Jimmy injury, um, if Shanahan doesn't trust Purdy as much going forward. I don't like that McCaffrey is going to get more touches here. McCaffrey, I think, had his most touches um, last week against the Dolphins since joining the Niners. And that's not a recipe I want to see because of Elijah Mitchell out now for the rest of the season. Um, that means his workload is going to increase, which his injury chance could possibly 
increase as well. We saw what happened when he was a workhorse in Carolina. That's why we, the, the the backup running back now that's behind McCaffrey Price, I, I thought, or not Price, I'm sorry, Mason. Uh, Mason looked really good on the carries he got too. I mean, he had 51 yards um, in that game. Uh, and McCaffrey had 66, but... I mean, Jordan Mason, eight carries, 51 yards, 6.4 yards a carry. He looked phenomenal. And I'm hoping that, you know, McCaffrey doesn't touch the ball 25 times. I I, I think the sweet spot's 15 to 20 um, for touches. He had 17 carries and eight catches. Uh, but I think that's just because, you know, he's a security blanket for Purdy. But um, I really think that they need to give Jordan Mason the ball a little more. This week, I would love to see him get 12 carries maybe um, just just to balance out him and McCaffrey and let McCaffrey do the damage in the passing game. But, you know, the Bucks they do have a, a solid run defense, but they did get gashed against Kansas City. They they have gotten gashed before. So I think the Niners, the way Shanahan runs the ball, can run the ball on, on them and, and kind of take the pressure off of Purdy. But I expect Purdy to look good. I mean, he, he looked good last week. I think he can look good against the Bucks defense, who is also banged up in their secondary. Um, and, and we'll see how Bowles is. I know Bowles doesn't really have a good record against young quarterbacks. He, he really doesn't. Um, but Tom Brady does have a good record when he goes up against guys getting his first start. Um, but granted, you know, Brock Purdy is probably, you know, the same kind of skill level as these guys on the list that he has. I'm not going to go through the list. But um, I don't know. I think Shanahan, being the coach, is is the difference maker here. And going over to the Pittsburgh Steelers, my guy, Kenny Pickett, who I have just seen grow week in and week out. You know, Pittsburgh, alive in the AFC playoff picture. They've won back-to-back games here. Kenny Pickett is the guy. He's going to have a great chance against this Baltimore defense who has given a lot of, you know, given up a lot of yards in the passing game. This could potentially be Pickett's best game of the year. I I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in this one. But what more can you say? And, and remember, Pickett, when he came on, threw a lot of interceptions the first few games he played. He has really cleaned that up. And, and, and it shows in in uh, the you know in, in the records. I mean, the last four games, zero picks, and they're three and one. And that Cincy game is the outlier. That was the one they um, they lost. But I think he's seen the field well. He's, he's starting to get a groove. And I, listen, this is only this is going to be his tenth game this season. His tenth game. So I, I still think he's got. You know, let's see what he looks like in let's say. 23 more games give him all the way uh until next year or 30 what was it? yeah 30 because what 17 game seasons now um yeah let, let's just give him all the way through next year but i think having a f- entire off season another off season i'm sorry with the team having this experience under his belt i think he's going to come back next year slinging it and he's got the weapons to do it uh i, I just what more can i say about kenny pickett i i've just been excited about him he's quarterback that I love more most in preseason just the way he anticipated throws um, but yeah I, I really like where he's going he's on an upward trajectory and he had his highest passer rating last week against Atlanta I know Atlanta's team is a little weak but 
90.9 passer rating. I love it. I love it. I love what I'm seeing. He's, he's mobile. He can, he can run with the ball. Uh, but yeah, Kenny Pickett, baby. Uh, the second guy in rookie watch to watch. All right. Moving over to the game picks. We'll go through each game quickly. Uh, probably just you know a few seconds each game. Give you my winners and reasons why. Back to that New York Jets at Buffalo. I have Buffalo... Taking this one at home, uh, I just think you know that they lost to the Jets. It was a close game. Allen didn't have his best day at all. I know the Jets' defense is really strong, but um, Buffalo gaining some more momentum now, back on track, winning two games in a row. They beat uh, both on Thursday night, Thanksgiving, and last week um, against you know the Lions and the Patriots. Let's see if they can start getting consistent. Uh, but if they lose this one, I just I'm all out on the Buffalo Bills of any chance making the Super Bowl or even the AFC Championship. They are the number one seed in, in the AFC. But this next game right here, the Cincinnati Bengals, right on their coattails. Um, and obviously the Chiefs as well. But Cleveland at Cincinnati, another game, rematch, division. What happened Monday night uh, on Halloween, Cleveland just stomped the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow has yet to beat the Cleveland Browns. But I think what... I said last week, now we'll get into depth three, depth three pick three, um, and how I performed last week. wasn't well, but my one of my biggest predictions was Deshaun Watson's going to look rusty. It's going to take him time. He's probably not going to be good until mid-season next season, um, or at least five games in next season, and boy, was I right. He looked really bad. You can tell that he he's missed a few years of football, a couple years, and if it wasn't for the defense and special teams scoring three, 21 points, um, I think the Texans actually would have won that game. Um, but, yeah, I think this is the chance where the Bengals are going to, you know, one of the best defenses in the league, they're going to give it to Watson. He's not going to have, you know, wide open guys to throw to. I, I think this is Bengals written all over it. Joe Burrow gets his first win against the Browns. I got Cincinnati. Houston Texans at Dallas. I just think Dallas is too good, you know, that they – Scored 30, 33 points last week in the fourth quarter, even though that game was too close for comfort before they went on that rally um, against the Colts, who just haven't looked good. Um, but listen, the Texans are the worst team in the league. I think Dallas's defense can really put the pressure on. They're at home. Um, I just like Dallas in, in this game. It, it shouldn't be close. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit. This one, remember... When they played earlier in the season, Detroit was up in the fourth quarter and it took a big comeback from Minnesota to finish that game out. Detroit's actually favored in this game, um, but I am going with Detroit. I, I think they're starting to get a groove now that they've been winning. They're in the playoff hunt. The Detroit Lions are in the playoff hunt at 5-7. and seven. They win this. They're one game uh, uh, away from being 500. And when's the last time we've been able to say that about Detroit Lions? They play hard. Okuda's back. I believe Justin Jefferson only had 14 yards the first time they played. If they can lock up Justin Jefferson and that Minnesota defense is bad in the weapons that Detroit has, and they've looked good even against Buffalo, who's got a solid defense. I like Detroit. I think they're going to be able to hang some points on Minnesota, and Minnesota, you know, their, their luck here is going to run out. Jacksonville at Tennessee. At Tennessee, is I just... This is going to be a Derrick Henry game. Derrick Henry always runs wild on Jacksonville. 
Jacksonville on the road has been atrocious. Um, I, I just I don't think this is going to be competitive. I think Derrick Henry is going to get going again here to finish the season, and um, this is when he gets going. The weather potentially going to be cold in, in Nashville, um, and yeah, I like Tennessee in this one, running it away. Philadelphia Eagles at New York Giants. I, you know, if Saquon's out, I don't think it's close. I think Philly can has shown last week against the Titans they can beat you on the ground or they can beat you through the air. They have weapons galore, you know, whether it's the running game or the passing game. Um, but if Saquon does play, I think this is going to be a little closer. Uh, New York has a chance, but um, I, I just I like Philly to keep it rolling. New York, I think, is going to probably miss the playoffs this year after a great start. Um, and I think they're leading for the, for the OBJ sweepstakes, but I think he needs to wait and see how these next couple weeks go for New York because he doesn't want to join a team that's going to miss the playoffs, and I think New York will. But I got Philly in that one. Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh here. No Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, last week they played the best defense in the league. I, you know, it's between – I, I keep going back and forth, Niners or Broncos. I really do think the Broncos actually might be better defense than the Niners. Um it's just that Denver offense is so damn bad. Oh, it's 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 so it's such a hard watch. It's such a hard watch. And Baltimore pulled it out at the end, winning ten to nine. But I, I, I like Pittsburgh here at home. The defense is healthy again. Um, the offensive line of the Ravens isn't as strong as it it used to be. And without the really run threat of Lamar's legs, I think Pittsburgh is, is going to get the upset here at home. Um, I got Pittsburgh. Kansas City Chiefs at Denver. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to continue the streak against the AFC West and against these Denver Broncos. I don't think he's ever lost to them. And they might struggle offensively, but I think in the end, if they're down three, if they're down six, if they're down seven, they're going to come back and win. I, I just don't see the Denver Broncos scoring more than 13 points in this one. And I, I got Kansas Kansas City, not Kansas City, Kansas City winning this one on the road in Denver. Tampa Bay Bucks at San Francisco. As, as I mentioned, I got San Francisco at home. Um, I, I just think the defense can really put the pressure on Tom Brady and just stop the screen game. If you stop the screen game and the run game, it's going to be an easy outing and a double-digit win. But uh, we'll just say because Doc Brock Purdy getting his first start, rookie, always kind of a wild card, uh, so that, that I think it'll be close. Carolina Panthers at Seattle. I really wanted to take Carolina off a bye here, but it is in Seattle. That 12-man's rocking, um, and I just think Geno Smith's been playing so well that even if they are down, he, he can get you a score at late to, to kind of take the lead. But um, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the offense of Carolina could kind of take advantage of these young corners and this young defense of the Seahawks, but I, I just I, I can't see them losing. Well, I can see them losing because I do want to pick the Panthers. I don't know. At home, that's the only, the only factor really that – if this was in Carolina, I'd be taking Carolina, but it's that 12th man factor. I, I want to see how they perform, but um, a close one here. Miami Dolphins at the Chargers. I do think Miami is going to kind of run away with this one. I don't think it is going to be really that close. I do think it's going to be high scoring. I just don't think it's going to be that close. Um, I, I just The inconsistency of the Chargers is very frustrating. You lose that game against the Raiders last week. Um, I, just, I just don't like the way the Chargers look, and I love Justin Herbert. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, but... Um, Staley's got to go, but I'm going to take Miami on the road in this one. And then New England Patriots at Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona at home. Uh, the Patriots, I just I feel like they get worse 
as the season goes on, and that's not what you want to see from a team. They got a lot of evaluation to do come season end. Uh, you know, they're going to miss the playoffs after a good, solid start. Um, but yeah, they need an offensive coordinator, but I'm taking Arizona at home. Those are the game picks. Now, for the picks that matter, the debt free pick. Three. We don't do anything illegal. Debt free pick three. Look what I found in my pocket. Look. A year's salary right here. What I call them? A fun coupon. This is the Debt Free Pick 3. On the final play with Mikey Clutch. All right. The Debt Free Pick 3. 1 and 2 last week. J Matt went 2 and 1. So he had a winning week. I did not. As mentioned, Texans could have won that game or at least covered the 8 points. If it wasn't for the Browns' defense and special teams, they had a punt return and uh, two defensive touchdowns. So 21 points, and that offense only, I think, put up six six points the entire game. I think the Texans could have easily covered if it wasn't for um, the Browns' defense really stepping up and bailing uh, Deshaun Watson out for his return to the Texans. I told you, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be too much. You know, he's just not going to look good, and he didn't. So at least I was right there, right? Um, and then the other game, the Titans, they just... Got flat out outplayed. Um, the passing game, that's probably where they're weakest at. They were able to, you know, bottle up the run game. But, man, that Eagles offense, they can beat you both ways. Um, it just depends. And the Broncos did cover. They only lost by one, so that's where I covered. But turning a new leaf, we're on to week 14. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers at home minus one and a half. I think it's a field goal game. But I like Pittsburgh for the reasons I said. I think Pickett's going to have one of his better games. This Baltimore defense, for some reason, can't cover the pass. I don't know why. They have great defensive players. But um, maybe Wink Martindale not being there is the cause uh, for the problems in that secondary and, and the issues that this defense has been struggling. Um, and, and when they have a lead, you know they can't hold on to it. Uh, but I got Pittsburgh Steelers at home, minus one and a half. And to kind of get get. I think they're going to have the same record as Detroit by the end of this um, with one game behind for 500. And Mike Tomlin still might not have a losing season when it's all said and done. The Cincinnati Bengals home against Cleveland Browns minus five and a half. I love this one. I I just think Watson's going to continue to struggle probably up until the last maybe two weeks, maybe last week of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Bless me. But anyway, I, I just like the Chargers. I think they're getting mixing or mixing uh, back this week potentially, but you saw what Jamar Chase does in that Cleveland defense is not that great against the run, and I think it's going to open things up in the passing game. Uh, but I do like the Bengals at home, minus 5.5, to beat the Cleveland Browns and Joe Burrow to get his first victory against the Browns. And the next one I'm going is the Tennessee Titans. They burned me last week. I think they're going to salvage it this week. Minus three and a half. I'm taking all favorites against Jacksonville at home. Um, I just think Derrick Henry is going to run wild on this Jacksonville Jaguar defense. And they're going to be able to kind of control this game and just run the clock out. But the thing is, yes, the Tennessee defense is really struggles in the secondary. And the, the best thing the Jags do is throw the ball. We saw that great comeback and win from the Jaguars. You know, a couple weeks ago, so I, I, I like the Tennessee Titans still in this spot division game. They dominated the South and they dominated the Jags over the years, so I'm taking Tennessee minus three and a half. 
excuse me, those are my debt-free pick three picks. Taking the Steelers minus one and a half at home against the Ravens. I'm taking the Bengals minus five and a half at home against the Browns. And then finally, I'm, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans at home minus three and a half against the Jaguars. And that's going to do it for the death three pick three. Let's go three and oh. And let's get back next week, back on top. That's going to do it for us today. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week off a winning week. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.